Today's episode of Content Academy is brought to you by BinkyCoin, the cryptocurrency for babies under two years old. Mm-hmm. Get your kiddos started early with BinkyCoin. Yep. That's, I mean, that's really all there is to say about it. Um, it's really great to have a cryptocurrency as a sponsor of the show. It is great, especially for this episode. Um, we will be talking about cryptocurrency a little bit mm-hmm. a little bit later on. Um, I kind of also hope it pans out because they paid us in Binky Coin. For yeah, a yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully that works out. Yeah, um, and we couldn't really. We kind of reached out. Uh, we put out some feelers to all the major kind of uh, cryptocurrencies, and we we didn't hear much back. Um, but Binky Coin um, right away has they been were like, kind enough to channel. yeah to sponsor mm-hmm. us. So no um, babies are a big part of our demographic. It's honestly a big demographic. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've received yeah. yeah we've received fan mail in the past um, from babies. So very sweet. Right. It's yeah. mostly like um you know like hand turkeys where you yeah. take your hand and you trace yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Very sweet. And um I know mothers like to play episodes of Content Academy for their babies to help them sleep. Help them sleep. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And what? We love our, yeah. We love our baby demographic. The yeah. problem is though with babies is there's a lot of churn because you're always <laughs> aging out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so we gotta yep. keep bringing in new babies. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, another thing that we find a lot with our fan mail is that, um, it's like that thing where they think they're writing their name, but really it's like, there's a giant, like, J, and then the rest is like, it gets progressively smaller and, and, you know, like, not left to right reading, I don't know, I don't know what they think they're doing. (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, it's also just kind of sticky. Yeah, the stickiness. Sticky. Yeah, the stickiness. Well, it's it's that thing of you get really optimistic with your first letter. And yeah. Then you realize, well, first two letters. I mean, I kind of yeah, do that too two. sometimes. Yeah. 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 So. So yeah, here in a here in a second, we're gonna be talking about crypto, but um, first, uh, well, first of all, it's Sunday again. That means it's time to get the content crew back together for another forty-five minutes of edutainment. So. Here today we have Georgia, we have Josh, yo, and we have Riley, hello, and myself. So we're uh, fully united again. Exactly, yeah. United uh, plus one. Exactly, yes. Uh, so before we kind of talk about today's topic, why don't we talk about some news? Yeah. Let's crack them open. Alex. Today has been a very busy news week. I'm sure you guys know. So, first off here, a New York City official says that multiple people have been sickened by a rat-transmitted illness. Wait, how long has this guy lived in New York? He's never heard of a rat cold before? Rat cold. I'm scary in here. (laughs) Fairly common thing. Let's see. This is this this is a pretty big news item this week. Microsoft is set to acquire gaming giant Blizzard Activision in a seventy billion dollar purchase deal. You hear about that? Yeah. Uh, for the first time, 
neckbeards and virgins will work together. So kind of combine. There's like an acquisition. So well, that uh, that Venn diagram is a circle. That, yeah, pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of a, of a pretty large. Um, yeah. Sexual allegation scandal. Actually, didn't really yeah. really much into it, but yeah, big yeah. deal. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. It's like, yes, obviously one mega corporation buying out a big publisher is concerning. But on the other hand, it's like if that means they're going to fire all the sexual abusers, which seems like they are going mm -hmm. to, then that at least is positive. Yeah, exactly. so it's, it's like a, it's like a net neutral, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty day. much. Yeah, averages out. We're we're back to square. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, in related news. Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer wants to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation even after the acquisition. But also, he continues, I want a Knight Rider reboot. Doesn't mean it'll happen. So, I guess kind of we all want things. Wait, didn't they already reboot? Another one. I think another one is what he's talking oh, okay. about. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe that was like just a commercial. That's like, that's just back with like you know well i want a pony but we can't all get what yeah we want. exactly yeah like, exactly what kind of answer is that yeah. just saying but bill it is literally up to you so <laughs> yeah. the power begins with you yeah that's like saying that as uh hasselhoff it's like hasselhoff <laughs> saying i want a night rider <laughs> yeah. but i don't know if it'll happen exactly well you can do you have the car he has the car right I can just take it out for so. a spin turn some cameras on yeah done let's see this um i think i think sony i think playstation should uh still have call of duty i think they should be forced to suffer along with the rest of oh them. yeah 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 okay that's a good yeah i like that let's see here um apple tv is releasing a new series starring jared leto alongside the announcement came the statement he's a good actor if you don't focus on all the cult stuff what is the cult stuff? I've he's he's I I don't know if he, he has like a like, compound. Doesn't he definitely he has some somewhere? kind of compound, which isn't ever really a good sign. That's a bad and sign. And then there, there are all of his um, antics on set when he during his tenure as the Joker. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I I'm the. Ten, when he said tenure as a joker, I'm just like picturing Professor Joker. Oh, he yeah. just achieved tenure. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, the University yeah, University of crime. Yeah, <laughs> tenure kind of implies it's it's it it's lasting further than one movie, but um, right, it's yeah. I guess it's not really a tenure. It's more of an outing than anything. <laughs> Why do you I can't, get the feeling you can't stop me now, Batman? I've made tenure tenure. <laughs> yeah. Why do For I get real. the feeling that someday in the future? Um, it'll be like a big deal for a young actor to play Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's definitely going to be a yeah a movie about him at some point. It's yeah. an autobiographical movie. Leto. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let, one word, yeah. Leto. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's playing... Mm -hmm. he's, isn't he playing... Um, he's playing some... This Morbius Mark movie? Is it? Well, there's oh. that too. What's the series about? Oh, I honestly don't know. Uh, this one, the Apple TV oh, one, it was called like, I don't think it was a biographical. Isn't of is it We Crash? I think so. Yeah. I, yeah, he's playing uh, Adam Newman, the founder. 
for WeWork. Oh, okay. I saw that there's a documentary about that, but not a... Yeah. Well, if he's playing somebody, they can't really help that he's into he has cult stuff. If he just looks like the guy, they have to cast him. Yeah. So, that is the big thing. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they have to cast him who looks like him. Yeah. 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 Alright, let's see here. Uh after threatening to punish Olympic athletes for free speech, China is beginning to wonder if it would be easier to simply start everyone's social credit score at zero. Hmm. You know, pretty good idea. Like maybe China should just get their own games. Oh, that's yeah, pretty good idea. Just the Beijing games. Just China. I mean, it's big enough country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Yep. Oh Come on. It's one. It's one of those things where, like, technically, every other country can like fit inside of China. So what they should really do is just they can be like Earth Two or something, and the rest of us can be like Earth One. Yeah. Earth Two, the squeakle. Yeah, something like that. Obviously, the squeakle. This one's kind of interesting. A Starbucks Union Drive has reached thirty stores in fourteen states, marking a big, or I mean, grande moment (laughs) in the battle for workers' rights. (laughs) <laughs> that's a good one i didn't know it was 30 stores already that's crazy 30 stores yep mm-hmm. good for and them 14 states yeah. yep i i always thought it was creepy that starbucks calls its employees partners yeah that is kind of like weird a big red flag like it's a law firm yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i just made partner I... at starbucks <laughs> <laughs> You mean you're getting paid a minimum wage to make fast <laughs> yeah. food. Yeah. I I did hear that it at one point was a great place to work. But mm-hmm. it's they switched CEOs or something and now it's like a completely different company. I don't know. I think it's been the same CEO cuz how oh, really? like founded it. Oh, yeah, the Peanuts the, guy. Yeah. Yeah, the Peanuts guy. Um, um well, yeah. Brittany worked for Starbucks at one point, and they seem to have um, good benefits. So, what I've heard as well. Yeah. I've heard tuition reimbursement. Yeah, they've got the, like tuition reimbursement. They've got like, um, like free therapy or whatever you can go to. Seems like it's a good. The, yeah, seems like a good deal. The working environment, though, is it's just so the bad. yeah the work kind of yeah. yeah. Because that's like EBS and FedEx offer tuition reimbursement, but like, man, those are hell jobs, you know? So it's kind of yeah. like sometimes yeah. the benefits are so good because the job is so shit. Yeah. That's UPS drivers actually have a union as well and FedEx. Oh, wow. Unless they have a union. Yeah. I've read that being a, like a package deliverer is you can, uh, you, you get paid a lot. Somewhat. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't, know. I don't have any data for that one. It's a decent. I think it's a decent way. It's decent, but you have to like work your way up. I think. Mm-hmm. Hard on your body. Yeah, and yeah, you got to wear those really sh- the shorts. So. <laughs> I don't know. I you don't, but I yeah. think you probably do. 
<laughs> Let's see here. We got a couple. We just got a couple left. What you're thinking of is there's a lot of drivers who like you know they go to work in the shorts, but once they're in the truck, they change to pants. Really? That's kind of a workaround. Oh. Because oh, they had okay. they force them to wear the pants. The oh, I see. Uh, yeah. Once you're in that truck, okay. it's like who they can't they don't know yeah, what you're wearing. I see. I see. Then you have to change back into shorts when you go back to the warehouse. Makes sense. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, a lab-grown meat could make strides in 2022 as startups push for U.S. approval. Uh, costs for consumers are already down to $10,000 a burger. Wow. It's pretty good. That is pretty good. Now, here's a question. I have a question. What's up? Alex, yeah. you're a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and still vegan? No, I'm not vegan. Vegan impossible? Okay. Yeah. Vegetarian. Uh, would you eat lab-grown meat? Oh, big time. Yeah, I would definitely eat yeah, lab-grown meat. I'm I'm trying to lean more towards plant-based. Yeah. Impossible. Just for yeah, it's great. cost-effectiveness. Yeah. But yeah, um, exactly. I have a feeling someday in the future, lab-grown meat is going to way be be way cheaper than yeah yeah that'd be awesome yeah way more it would be it would be awesome or maybe a combination of that and insect-based meat substitutes yes all about those crickets baby yeah make me eat the bugs i'm not gonna even if it doesn't look at all like them yeah i'm not eating bugs no the problem i've read about the pro the limiting factor right now with the lab-grown meat is like to get it to work at all, you need to just be pumping in uh, the basically the fetal growth hormones, and which are really hard and expensive to get. I see. And if you're not pumping those in constantly, nothing happens to the meat, and it doesn't grow. I see. So they need to work on like an artificial system for that. Yeah, I see. As soon as we do that, then we can finally get good. those. Um, uh, well, I'm finally thinking that we can like grow um, synths, you know, like like uh, Blade Runner stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm all about kind it. Kind of a byproduct. Do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Riley, would you ever eat a cricket? Uh, no, probably not. Probably not. Okay. Yes. Yeah. What if it was Pretty chocolate covered? <laughs> Is chocolate covered? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, hang on. Kind of, kind of lean. Yeah. Wait. Okay, no. 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 What if? What if it was inside a popsicle? Or oh. A <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> the yeah. There are. I think. I think there are ways you can dress it up. Yeah. But just by yeah. itself. <laughs> nah, not doing it. Not good as always. You'd yeah. have to gild the hell out of that lily. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not really a lily to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, let's see. One last news story here. A new study finds that COVID-19 vaccinations do not impair fertility in men or women, but they also don't impair infertility. So... I guess it's it. still kind of a mixed bag. I don't know. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that it prevented babies. Yeah. Because that would, it would kind of be a double, you know, like. Two for. Yeah, double. <laughs> Two Four. for one there. <laughs> yeah. 
kind Here's of my question does getting a vasectomy prevent covid that's another angle mm-hmm. they could attack it from if this one <laughs> works for both street. then <laughs> maybe the other one could work for both i don't know yeah one way street yeah one way street oh well well that's the uh that's the news we've got this week is there any in, unless there's any other kind of stories you can think about that you wanted to mention any anybody all the news that's fit the podcast yeah um yeah i don't know it has been a crazy week so crazy that i don't really remember any of it you know uh-huh. yeah one yeah. of those weeks uh-huh. um well this week maybe in recent news you may have heard about this talk about that the uh crypto market crashing cryptocurrencies yeah. crashing uh so this week i've prepared uh a little report about kind of about that but but mostly about what crypto really is because i know personally i hear people talking about it all the time and there's this kind of oh georgia go ahead I'm raising my hand. Yeah, go ahead. From my understanding, I think we should all start with maybe what we think cryptocurrency that's, yeah, is. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, from my understanding, it is what uh, the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot uses money. Crypto, yeah. There's that word crypto mm-hmm. in there, and that kind of yeah. gives mm-hmm. you some mm-hmm. premonition mm-hmm. as to what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm talking Chupacabra, yeah. Bigfoot, Nessie. Yep. So kind of common misconception. Well, it's possible they might be using them. They weren't invented specifically for for them. It's not by Sasquatch for Sasquatch? No. Okay. See, I now I feel silly because I thought it was, you know, cryptocurrency. I thought it was just money that is in a crypt. Oh, like yeah. Whatever money oh, you like get, you find in a crypt. By... Yeah, yeah. Wow. Used by like money. Yeah. Mummies, yeah, um, mm-hmm. sarcophagi, mm-hmm. etc. Et yeah, like ancient Egyptians it, buried money with the pharaohs, and that is cryptocurrency. Yeah. Yes, technically, yeah, okay. technically, is you're both right. Okay, technically, you're both right. <laughs> and it's sometimes those technical wins that can kind of keep you going for a while. And Riley, what 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 do you think cryptocurrency is? Uh, isn't it just like digital money? I mean, yeah, that's that's what I thought too. I I just always thought, oh, Bitcoin, it's just this digital money. But all the money that I use that we use anyway is basically digital. So it, yeah. it's it's like, what really is it? I hear people talking about it. Sometimes people talk about it as if it's a stock that you can buy and sell. Um, and then there's this Bitcoin mining that we hear about what does that mean how do you do that so all of your questions will be answered um but i ask that you hold your questions until the end so we hear about cryptocurrency every day in the news um but a few of us don't understand what it actually is well in short cryptocurrency is a financial technology uh, also known as a fintech, so that's that's kind of a shortening for financial technology. It is a fin. Dolphins are involved. <laughs> yeah, it is a fintech solution to a real-world problem. So okay. the problem here is that 
the money we're used to is government issues, meaning that things can affect its value and the government can make more whenever they want. And it's backed by the treasury. Exactly, yes. Mm -hmm. Crypto's value, on the other hand, is based on supply and demand. That's the idea anyway. You may hear a lot, a lot about something called a blockchain. And this mm -hmm. is the technology used to transfer crypto between people. Well, I, I shouldn't say technology. All the blockchain is basically is a, a ledger or a list of crypto transactions. Uh, but it's digital and it's public. So the blockchain is what makes cryptocurrency secure in theory because anybody can look at it. Kind of what Georgia was talking about there are there are around seven thousand five to seven thousand different cryptocurrencies out there so those are all the coins you can think of uh, but only a few are really used this includes bitcoin the first cryptocurrency invented in 2008 2009 uh, and it's worth mentioning nobody knows who invented bitcoin uh, many people claim to have invented bitcoin uh, Elon Musk claimed he was the one who invented Bitcoin for some reason. Well, the person who invented it is called Satoshi, but no one knows who Satoshi is. Yes, right? it's either a person or a group of people. Mm. Okay. Hmm. Um, among stores and businesses that accept cryptocurrency, Bitcoin is your most likely, the most common option if you wanted to actually buy things with Bitcoin. But I'm not sure how many people actually do that. Probably a small number. Yeah. Similar to buying and selling stocks, people will invest in Bitcoin by buying it when it's at a certain price and hopefully selling later when the price is higher. To show you how much money can be made from this strategy, the first ever Bitcoin transaction in 2009 valued a single Bitcoin worth less than one cent in U.S. dollars, and today a single Bitcoin is valued at over $35,000. So, so that's its value today, but that's that's by no means its peak value. Uh, we'll talk about in a second. Its oh, value okay. has gone down significantly since November. Hmm. So where do Bitcoins come from? Well, they don't actually come from anywhere. Uh, there is a limit to how many Bitcoins can exist in the world, and that limit is 21 million coins, which I found interesting. Oh. Theoretically... Uh, Paper money, they can just make more and more whenever they want. But um, well, keeping... To an extent. To an extent, yes. Yeah. Uh, Not go crazy. But, yeah, uh, Bitcoin... Going out of paper eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Bitcoin is limited to 21 million coins, which I found interesting. Mm. Uh, Bitcoin mining, and that, and that means, I guess, that, that it's... It's each Bitcoin's value is somewhat limited, right? Uh, because I would argue against that because if there's a limited supply, that means its potential for value could be infinite. That's true. If that's it was true. a limitless supply, then okay, that's true. Then it goes the other way. So yeah, its value is infinite in the opposite way of the dollar. So the more dollars are made, the less an individual dollar is worth. worth. But. Mm -hmm. uh, Kind of the opposite is true for Bitcoin. So that makes it, that's kind of a pro when compared to 
a paper dollar. Bitcoin mining can also be seen as a solution to a problem. Uh, how can the blockchain, this public record of transactions, be secure? The term mining is actually misleading. You aren't simply finding new bitcoins to claim in some type of cave. Bitcoin mining is the process of running the complex computer algorithms required to make the blockchain secure. In return, you are rewarded Bitcoin by this basically system of computer programs that was created in 2009 for the creation of Bitcoin. You so may... The, Go ahead. The record of Bitcoin transactions, mm -hmm. the process of keeping that secure itself generates more coins. It's This is kind of hard for me to understand too. And to my understanding, it's yeah. that more coins... All the coins exist out... I mean, they're just computer code, technically. Yeah. yeah. So they really exist already, but they yeah. are rewarded to people when they they take part in securing this blockchain system. When, so my understanding is when you buy something with Bitcoin, it other other computers are calculating the transaction. Yes. And them doing that work gets rewarded in exactly you know, Bitcoin yeah. amounts. Because you want to make sure that that Bitcoin you spent can only be spent once. So there are there are a lot of uh, algorithms okay. associated in keeping each transaction secure and what you're doing by mining is helping doing those transactions. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so you may have heard about Bitcoin's effect on the environment maybe. Uh well, Bitcoin may represent a revolution in the way we think about money. Its its effect on the environment is worth talking about because everything we do affects the environment. And just because something takes place online doesn't mean that it won't. Uh, so the process of Bitcoin mining is essentially random number guessing. Your computer has to enter a correct code to be awarded with Bitcoin. And your computer will try different numbers, sometimes thousands in a second, to crack the code. So you could think of it as a puzzle. Your computer is trying to solve this puzzle. This naturally uses electricity, and a report from the University of Cambridge estimates that Bitcoin mining consumes more electricity than some countries do. So globally, all the electricity consumed by Bitcoin mining adds up to more electricity used by Argentina, for example. So that could be that could be an issue unless it's like solar powered. Or exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. The problem gets worse as miners fight to have the most powerful computers, ones that use more and more electricity. Right. Uh, so there's the issue of the electricity being generated and used, and in addition to that, there's this issue of e-waste. So as these computers are getting upgraded. The old parts are being thrown away. And that is e-waste. Yes. Uh, that's, like, I mean, that's like the whole, uh, once what Apple AirPods are made, they'll, they will never break down. Exactly. Right? Yes. I don't think you can recycle that. Yeah. So if you, if you go for a walk uh, somewhere by where you live and you have a, a plastic water bottle, 
if you leave that water bottle maybe by a bench or some somewhere, you could come back 8,000 years later and the water bottle would still be there. That's essentially that what we're working with. That Dasani is still there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so according to this uh, University of Cambridge report, only 39% of this electricity used comes from renewable sources. The rest uh, come from things like coal mines. Even the renewable resources used are most commonly hydropower, which, mm -hmm. while technically renewable, can harm ecosystems and biodiversity. Uh, China currently controls a large majority of Bitcoin mining processing power. People go through China because their electricity is cheap, powered by dirty coal mines. Uh, China has recently cracked down on mining to try and reach their goal of carbon neutrality by 2060. And this is pushing Bitcoin miners to other countries with cheap fossil fuel-powered electricity. Mm, um, cheaper dinosaurs. Exactly, yes. In short, well, Bitcoin's power consumption equals out to 2.7 billion homes worth of CO2 emissions in a year. Jesus Christ. Which is a lot. Yeah. And if you kind of a it's kind of a rabbit hole to go down to like uh, not just Bitcoin mining but like watching streaming video is also oh, energy uses up a lot of power. Energy um, consumption, yeah. And driving That's a car, good point. obviously, but and there's a lot. A lot of it is like even if these people weren't mining Bitcoin, that some of that power would still be being used anyway. Although mining is very intensive and takes a lot of power. It's like when you're doing your normal activities <clears throat> that consume, you know, non-renewable resources on top of also your mining. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Good point. I'd also like to point out that we are, our podcast is aiming for net, for to, to be like carbon By 2060, neutral. yeah. By, well, by 2060, at the very latest, uh -huh. so like to power this podcast, we're all on bicycles. Yeah, yeah, and we're yep. not winded at all because we're like really fit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm we ripped. Don't skip leg day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah. So all that aside, if you've heard about NFTs, the same idea of power consumption applies. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a little bit overweight, but I'm still like really strong. Yeah, right. It's it's yeah. muscle. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a lot of mass, but there is a lot of muscle underneath it. You know, yeah. muscle weighs more than fat. Yeah. Basically, so, yeah. So That's what yeah. I tell my scale. That's why my BMI is off at the wazoo. <laughs> it's like right there on the edge. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, yeah. Just tell my doctor I'm muscly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, this NFT thing is kind of sad because there are several... Uh, people that I like or liked like celebrities um, who have started like like making NFTs or, or doing stuff with NFTs and it just makes well, me this dude is like all in on NFTs now now you say that and you people. might be joking but I would I totally believe you I'm not joking she is that's crazy heard about that too and like fallout boy made a tweet about like NF like partnering with an nft yeah. thing and i'm like come on now alex let's really quick break down what an nft is for for the listeners okay sure yeah so an nft 
it's it stands for non uh it's like something fungible. with mushrooms yeah fungible, fungible. token mm-hmm. um, so if they're not yeah. made of mushrooms it's uh there's, there's it's a there's fungible no token money. yeah well <laughs> that's a fungible token <laughs> yeah Different. Yeah, yeah, different. yeah. But non fungible, from my understanding, uh, it just means that it's not like backed by money. And Sorry. token is what you do at a Grateful Dead concert, right? <laughs> so and, and maybe it, mushrooms. Yeah. So but yeah, the that's fungible true. token <laughs> is like the with the mushroom. That's true. In. Yeah, that's true. Non fungible is that's no true. mushroom. Yeah. yeah. So NFTs kind of building off our understanding of crypto. Um, an NFT is an image that you own. I guess not strictly an image, but let's think of an image. It can be physical, right? Technically, yes. Yeah. But think of an image of like of like a um, a uh, like a gorilla well, or something. Melania's. I think it's like an image of her eyes. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's that's just true. Like her, her eyes. Yeah, but yeah. the the proof that you're owning it is a blockchain, basically. But it's, yeah, it's a dumb idea because you can take a screenshot of the image. So it's not like anybody owns it. You really own is the receipt. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. That is a good way of putting it. It's like, it's like you buy, uh, you buy a bushel of grapes at Aldi and you eat the grapes, but still got the receipt. It'd be like if you buy a bushel of grapes from Aldi, you get the receipt, but anybody can go over to your grapes and make a copy of the grapes and just eat them. Yeah. Yes. And you're saying you own these grapes. grapes. Yeah, exactly. But what you really you really own is the receipt. But can yeah. that receipt get you anything? Tech, I guess yes. People are making millions of dollars off of NFTs. So, so do, Alex, do you have any? Uh, do you, are you going to go into like the whole um, scamming and money laundering aspects of NFT? No. Because I can. I can go off on that. Go off. You talk about it so what, for a little while. We for a few did, minutes. Uh, what basically we'll what you it. do if you want to make money elite? Well, if you want to make shady money off of an NFT, mm-hmm. is you yeah this is how you do it. You you make an NFT and it can be literally anything. Yeah. It can be you know a, a selfie. As ugly as possible though. Really yeah probably you want it to be ugly, uh, and then you make an anonymous uh, account online and buy it from yourself with the anonymous account for as much money as you can afford, like 50 grand or something. 20, or yeah. So the money changes hands. 20 grand. (laughs) Yeah. So the money changes hands, but it's still in your possession. So you haven't lost any money at this point. But now you have this proof on the ledger. Oh, I just sold this NFT for 50 grand. And now... Oh, there's a you're generating a demand for it. Like, oh, someone bought this for that much. It must be, you know, going up in value. Okay. Or ideally, you would do this like several times, like going up in value each time. Mm-hmm. So, like first you'd sell it for like fifty dollars and like a hundred dollars and yada 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 okay. until eventually, you know, you're selling it for these outrageous sums of money. All to all yourself. to yourself. Yeah. Through or aliases. through through shell aliases. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but still never losing the actual money. And then eventually someone who's not you buys it <laughs> and then you just get all that money. Right. And because it's all anonymous and on the blockchain, uh, it's easier to dodge the, the authorities. Hmm. 
Interesting. Seems pretty airtight to me. Yeah, it's a foolproof system. Yeah. So all that, just like um, Bitcoin generates electricity, it all goes back basically to coal mines being powered. Mm-hmm. Dinosaurs, man. Power consumption. So, in short, everything sucks, right? Um, Pretty much. None of these articles I referenced when writing this report, kind of three or four articles... None of these articles I referenced when writing this report have what I like to call a but section. Like a positive. You, yeah, you know, the, sec- the section after you talk about all the bad stuff where you say, but the good news is um, journalism doesn't recognize the valuable but section because the bad taste in my mouth and the frown on my face after reading these scary articles makes me want to read more scary articles and look at more ads. Mm-hmm. So, time to make our own butt section. <laughs> you have a butt section? I do have a butt section. Okay. So, here's the rub. The entire Bitcoin network... No, we, we like to have butt sections here. Yes. For the record. Yeah. See how many more times we can say butt section. Yeah. The entire. Actually, next week, Riley's going to have a segment on butt section. Yeah. Riley's going to take the butt section. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) The entire Bitcoin network has invested millions of dollars in hardware and infrastructure, and you can't flip a switch and power it all by windmills. The Bitcoin Mining Council was recently formed by some of the largest companies in Bitcoin mining to promote using sustainable energy with a recent survey estimating that the mining industry's sustainable electricity use has grown to 58%. Uh, why would Bitcoin mining companies want a stake in this? Well, if the energy isn't sustainable, then the money being made isn't sustainable. Yeah. Um, the Crypto Climate Accord, supported by the top 40 Bitcoin mining projects, has the goal of making the entire crypto industry achieve net zero emissions by 2040, so kind of similar to what our podcast is doing, um, using energy-efficient technology and excess renewable energy. Ethereum, another crypto company and also the mastermind behind NFTs, aims to reduce its energy use by 99% this year through transitioning to a different system that doesn't force your computer to guess so many random numbers so right. so they're going use so much energy okay they're going to the proof of stake format yeah right yeah and i and i was reading about that but i kind of struggled to understand it yeah i don't really know either but it's something other than just your computer brute force guessing these random numbers mm-hmm. but it's some stake. it's some kind of yeah some <laughs> it's some kind of mm-hmm. They're possibly using the lab-grown technology we just talked about. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So you could almost say that, like, for these cryptocurrencies and NFTs, they it's they're technically are backed by something to make them valuable. It's just that something is energy. That's a good point. Not around, then they're worthless. That's a good point. Yeah. So it would make perfect sense to want to supply these with. renewable energy yeah so exactly you're always available always exactly around. yeah yeah um all this aside experts warn that if bitcoin and other crypto technologies don't evolve to be more eco-friendly newer and greener cryptocurrencies uh will eventually surpass them Probably. all this and all that aside the crypto market is crashing right now 
Bitcoin has lost almost half of its market value since November. In short, so that number we talked about earlier or whatever that was, 35 grand for one Bitcoin, that before November, that was roughly double. Um, In short, governments around the world don't like money that they can't control. I know in China, they recently banned, completely banned crypto, I think. Hmm. Um, And the U.S. has, I don't know, done something about limiting or monitoring Bitcoin transactions, something Mm -hmm. to that effect. Mm -hmm. So we may not have to worry about getting the technology to zero emissions by 2040 because by 2040 (laughs) it's possible nobody will have, use, or want to mine Bitcoin or related tech. So Um, it could just bury itself. Yeah, exactly. could just, uh, we're near the end of the life cycle. It seems like it with how much it's crashing right now, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in short, crypto is popular right now because uh, crypto is popular right now, but it may not be forever. In the late 90s, most all stocks related to the popularity of this shiny, shiny new thing called the Internet rose by over 400% before crashing. Most companies and startups lost their value and failed, while a select few like Google, eBay, and Amazon continued on. It's easy to predict something similar happening with cryptocurrencies, uh, but for now, people just want to make money before it crashes. So in the future, it's easy to imagine that a select few cryptocurrencies could be used here and there, like Bitcoin. It may be possible to pay for buy groceries with Bitcoin for people who want to do that, um, but it'll likely be so heavily reg- regulated uh, by governments of the world that it's not viable for whatever reason well at that point it's just going to become like another another national currency or international essentially yeah yeah if, if you can you know use it that's that's the cool thing about it is it has this potential to be an international currency that's, that's no exchange rate right? yeah exactly you know it's just it is what it is yeah yeah it's yeah. a good point so that's kind of my take on it if you got any thoughts or discussion points feel free I definitely know a lot more now than, mm-hmm. than I did. So one other great, kind of cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I, it's also kind of facilitated a rise in ransomware and hacking, I think, mm. because like if you, you can uh, you can hack someone's computer and steal their files and then say, oh, if you want to get it back, you have to pay me Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of easy to do. Bitcoin payments to shady people than just, you know, that's a good point. Yeah. Transferring to their bank, which they don't want to have, you know, don't have record of that. Exactly. Something that kind of, uh, I'm struggling to understand is that nobody knows who this, who invented Bitcoin, what person or what group of people invented them, but surely there's some team of people like this official Bitcoin team. That's, like working on the blockchain right now right okay but what if it's aliens possible it's possible yeah Yeah, you know it's possible ancient aliens but what about like you know maybe early aughts i could see it i could definitely see it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. also going back to the whole like money laundering nft thing I think that's a victimless crime. I'd say go for it because the professional <laughs> buys your NFT, they're going to be thrilled that they have an NFT. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, honestly. Yeah, Good point. like yeah, 
I mean, you just inflated the price of something that literally has no value. Like, that's like if I made soap uh, yeah. and just sold out of glycerin, you know, and mm-hmm. this and sold it for like twenty bucks a bar. Yeah. Some idiots gonna buy it. Maybe yeah. that's their fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I'm thinking. I'm hoping that most everyone who buys and sells NFTs knows how dumb it is, but. I mean, the money involved is real, like that you can spend on whatever you want. And there really so... isn't a huge downside to it either. It's like you mint an NFT. Yeah. It doesn't take it's not that hard to do. And if you don't make any money, it's like, OK, so what? Yeah. But it's there is like the potential a... to make all this money. It's yeah. like it's like the uh, the world of fine art buying like fine art. Yeah. You're yeah. really not doing it to um, own this. Yes, that's a great comparison, actually. It's because you buy it so you can sell it. That's a great comparison, actually. Yeah. That's what NFTs are. So if you're an art thief, you steal it and then to hopefully use it to bargain with if you ever get caught later. That, that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you ever noticed, um, uh, I don't know how much you guys use Twitter, but if you ever tweet anything with the word like hack in it, um, within minutes, bot accounts will start um, like replying to the tweet or DMing you. Really? Um, talk to this guy. He helped me recover my account. Oh, wow. And so it's wow. just like automated phishing attempts. Yeah. Looking huh. for people who hack, who tweet about their um, something NFT being hacked. OpenSea account getting hacked. Yeah. That's crazy. Stuff. That's I would crazy. Feel really bad for anyone like tweeting about how much they love Gene Hackman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. there goes my Gene Hackman fan Man. account. Rest, rest in peace. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Twitter, I, they recently rolled out this functionality where you can use NFTs as your profile picture. Yes. <laughs> oh, really? Which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The I really mean, it, funny thing is, though, um, it, it, if you use the NFT as your profile picture, it tank. It turns it into like a hexagon shape instead of a circle. Mm-hmm. But you can um, you can basically so like you can make an NFT of like an image that's already in another NFT, um, and use that as your Twitter profile. And oh still yeah, get a hexagon. Yeah, the same but, thing. So on your profile, it will show whether it's verified or not as the original NFT. So you can still make a copy and have the hexagon, but it just won't say verified in your bio. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. All right. Well, that's yeah. that's that's all I've got. I loved it. Great, great stuff, Alex. Oh, thank thank you. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be back with everybody, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. Right. So before we sign off, what else is there to talk about? Well, let's see. We've got uh, Super Bowl coming up. Um, yeah, that's gonna be kind of our next uh, next topic to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, whether you like the Super Bowl or you hate the Super Bowl or have mixed feelings about it, I think it's or still if you just for- watch it for the commercials. Yeah, if you just watch it for the commercials. We're gonna touch on that too. So, I think sports fan or not, it'll yeah, be worth tuning None in. None of us are really huge anything- sports sports yeah. fans, so don't feel alienated. Yeah, and I mean, if anything, just tune in for the banter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you listen to our Olympics, we've also pledged to go banter neutral by 2016. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna make it, but but yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's 
I think that's a, it's a good it's a good episode for us to cool to get back out there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, who wants to do the um, signing off little yeah, Josh, since catchphrase? Josh, Riley did it. Did it last? Oh time. yeah, yeah. Uh, wrap. Bring us home. A class dismissed. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.